All right, every morning, people all over the country wake up and go through their lives in a land that's still kind of free, at least for the moment. Uh, They work hard. They try to make a good living. They love their God. They love their family. And at the end of the night, they go to bed as decent quality people. This does actually happen in America. The American ideal is almost limitless. It's just a matter of how much is going to be squashed. Uh, Now, when you're looking for a great example of people who kind of do it the old school way, I want to tell you about Grip6. Grip6 is doing it the old school way. Uh, Whether you buy their socks, uh, for instance, or their wallets, or uh, really anything that they they sell. Grip6, their great belts. We're talking about American manufacturers who wash the wool, process it, weave it into socks, and keep your feet warm in the winter, cool in the summer. The American uh, business owners who have accepted the risk that comes along with doing things this way, uh, they're great people and they love this country. Grip6.com. Check it out. Grip6.com. Grip6.com slash Beck. It's Grip6.com slash Beck. America, we are so glad that uh, you have uh, you have tuned in. We've got a packed remaining two hours of this broadcast that you do not want to miss. Some crazy things are happening with polling. Some things are happening with uh, the president's speech last night, and in the 28th congressional district race in Texas, the Democrat is a guy who the FBI has uh, broken down his door. Okay, that seems to be happen regularly, but not for these reasons. And he uh, is dealing now with a a strange donation from a family connected to the Zeta drug cartel. Guess where he stands on the border? We're going to talk to the Republican that is now, this was 20 points in democratic favor it is now less than three we talked to cassie garcia she joins us in 60 seconds so if you really want to create valuable breathing room in your budget pay less for your home possibly save thousands of dollars a month listen up now is the time to refinance right now possibly your mortgage especially if you have a an adjustable loan yesterday they uh raised the interest rates again at the fed another uh three quarters of a point this is not gonna not gonna go well it's just not gonna go well you have the benefit of extremely low mortgage rates right now the incentive of an economy that has gone insane and may not stabilize for a while 
American financing will be there no matter what you're trying to do. The people that call American financing on average, when they do business with American financing, they're saving now on average today, $695 a month. That's fantastic. That would help put food on the table and gas in the tank. So call American Financing now. See if they can help you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. CassieForCongress.com uh, is uh, the home where you can find out how you can assist and help uh, Cassie Garcia. Hi, Cassie. How are you? Hi, Glenn. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be on with you this morning. Thank you. Now, tell me about your race, because this is a district that has gone double digit uh, Democratic in in the past, and it's not going that way this time. Why? So (laughs) there's so many reasons why right now. You know, this district is a toss up race, one of the 28 races to watch in the country. Uh, uh, The Democrats are destroying the country that I love so much that I grew up in the Rio Grande Valley past 37 years. I'm a conservative Republican. Uh, The Democrat Party has left the Hispanic community, and we're seeing the failed Biden, queer, Pelosi agenda. And we don't support open border. We don't look. And as a lifelong South Texan and the wife of a border patrol agent, I don't like what we're seeing in this country. You know, look, the border's broken, prices are out of control, and people can't find doctors in our community. What do you mean people can't find doctors? So four of the nine counties in this district do not even have a doctor do not even have a doctor. And Henry Quayer has been in office since 1987. Oh, my God. Since I've been in kindergarten. And what do we have gone? You know, he's under a criminal investigation for corruption. People are ready for a change. They're waking up. Hispanic. I'm meeting Democrats, Glenn, every single day that said, Kathy, I voted for you. I voted Republican because we talk about our values of faith, family, and freedom. So what is the – how is the border um, – debate that is going on in america how is that affecting your community and what is the take from the hispanic community on what's happening at the border that's a great question you know any part of the community in district 20 whether i'm on the border down in real grand in in real grand city star county in laredo up in san antonio guadalupe county people on their top issues on their mind when i'm talking to republicans and democrats and independents they're telling me kathy what is happening at the border why has the administration done anything to secure our communities i met a mother um who lost a daughter to fentanyl she was 17 years old she died july 20th this year i met a, a father last night that he lost his son he was 24 years old to fentanyl People are losing their children because they're thinking they're taking a sleeping aid pill and it's laced with fentanyl. We have a drug uh, crisis. We have a failed leadership crisis. We have a border crisis. And, you know, I have uh, Henry Cuellar, who's been in office for 18 years as a member of Congress, um, lost the endorsement from the National Border Patrol Council, who's always endorsed Henry Cuellar because, you know, he's a slick politician. He can go on TV, on Fox News, and say he's done, you know, everything to secure our southern border. But at the end of the day, he votes 95% of the time with Nancy Pelosi, 95% of the time. And he's lockstep with Joe Biden. And he voted against life-saving infrastructure. So the National Border Patrol Council has now endorsed me in this race. That is and fantastic. Talking, so, <laughs> and talking to voters on the ground, they're, they're tired of these failed policies. And that's impacting our hospital systems, our school systems. I bet. Uh, we're having bailouts every single day. Um, you know, the border is a mess. It's an invasion. It's an invasion. And we need to secure 
our border. You know what? The president of the United States has done nothing, nothing to, to secure the border. We have a Kamala, Kamala Harris, who's our borders are, who hasn't even visited the border. And so people are, are just frustrated. And my husband's the Border Patrol agent serving this great country for 26 years. And I will tell you, the men and women in green, they need support. They need the personnel, the technology, and the resources. And Henry Cuellar voted for a bill that's going to make inflation worse. And he said uh, he voted uh, to allow, he wants 87,000 more IRS agents. We don't need 87,000 IRS agents. We need 87,000 Border Patrol agents, custom officers, and security school officers to keep our community safe. So Henry, Henry Cuellar, he is, he's in trouble. You do say he's under investigation. It's some form. They say he's not the main person, but involved in something to do with Azerbaijan and corruption there. But also, uh, there is something that happened in 2012 with him and his brother they got a donation from a guy who does uh you know who who lines the pockets of politicians for the drug cartels and that happened in 2012 and it came out or i should say it came out in 2012 but if i'm not mistaken uh, somebody was somebody was killed on the border by the zetas and uh, the mother came out and blamed Henry Cuellar and his brother and said, these guys are on the take. And only then did he return that money, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? That's, that's correct. You know, this story, you know, so I'll tell you this. People in, in my community are very disturbed by the, scan, the scandal. You know, it turns out that Henry Cuellar and his brother, who's a local sheriff in Webb County, took thousands of dollars from a convicted money launderer from Los Zetas, which is the most dangerous drug cartel in Mexico. Yeah, it's bad. And according to a federal indictment, you know, the money launderer's job was to funnel cash between the cartels and the corrupt politicians, which raises a lot of questions. Um, but look, this is part of a larger, larger pattern with Henry Cuellar. He's already under a very serious criminal investigation for corruption involving a foreign government. You know, and the voters in our community are fed up. We need a member of Congress who will focus solely on fixing the economy, securing the border, and bringing health care to South Texas. And you know, Glenn, because you're from Texas, we have entire counties down here without a single doctor. And Henry Quayer, who's been in office since I was in kindergarten, has failed us. And that's why, come November 8th, we are voting for a better way forward for our community, and we will see a big red wave here in South Texas. Uh, you, I mean, it's uh, that's quite an amazing thing. The, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, district is 70 percent um, Hispanic, which would lead people to believe that it's going to go to the Democrats. But things are changing rapidly. Um, let me ask you: I have not met any Latino that uh, likes being called a Latinx or Latinx. Um, and even this weekend, they were saying that Hispanics who are voting for Republicans are uneducated and they're, uh, Latinx. What, what, who are these people that are trying to change Latinos? 
You know, when I first heard of Latinx or whatever you want to call it, I honestly thought it was some kind of new bleach line or something. You know, none of us know what it means. And this is a reminder of how out of touch the Democrats are with Hispanics. And it's not just on the culture level. The Biden-Pelosi Gen is destroying our community. We've never seen inflation this bad. And the border is a mess. And people where I have to go to, people that I know talking to people in the community have to go to Mexico for doctor's appointments and mammograms. And as an American and a woman with a pre-existing condition, I think that this is just disgraceful. And that's why Hispanics are turning the page on Henry Cuellar, Joe Biden, and Nancy Pelosi's radical agenda. So, uh, Cassie Garcia, how can people help you? If we are five days away, and I'm asking... Wait, wait, wait. Let me say that. Let me say that. We are five (laughs) days away from the fundamental (laughs) transformation of the United States of America. That's we great. We are five days away from <laughs> fundamentally transforming yes. the United States yes. of America. So we're about to transform it back in five <laughs> days. Anyway. That's that's right. So if you want to get involved or help, go to Cassie for Congress, C-A-S-S-Y for Congress.com, and every dollar raised will keep my commercial up on the air. So we're asking for support. Help me flip the seat. It's been Democrat control for 110 years, and I'm ready to send Henry Cuellar packing. I will be the first Hispanic female to ever represent this great District 28. So I'm ready. They are ready for a change, a voice, a new voice in Washington, D.C. That's going to represent their values of faith, family, and freedom. I love you. Cassie, I love you. Thank you so much. Good luck love next you too, week. Glenn. Thank you so much, Glenn. Thank you for having me on. You bet. Cassie Garcia. I think that should be, this is historic, America. We are five days away <laughs> from the fundamental transformation because this is historic. This is a minority. This is a Hispanic and a Hispanic woman. They've never elected a Hispanic woman because they're so misogynistic, I guess. But this is historic. We can now change the world. I have hope for change. Let's break that glass ceiling together, shall we? Shall we? we? Hmm. Let's do that. Uh, Cassie Garcia, <laughs> uh, CassieForCongress.com. This one is winnable. But it requires boots on the ground and people digging. Uh, This one will be a massive, massive loss uh, and an indication of a real red wave. More in just a second. So if you want your skin to look years younger, GenuCell Skincare is the way to go. Awesome products. That comes from April in Rockport, Illinois. And it's very close to what you're going to be saying if you try out GenuCell's most popular package and start looking years younger with GenuCell skincare. It's the best in skincare. And right now, the most popular package is 70% off when you go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. You can treat yourself or someone you love. It's a great present. To the only skincare product that you'll ever need, GenuCell is so confident that you'll love your look that every order has a 120-day money-back guarantee. So really no risk here whatsoever. For a limited time, you'll also get their correcting serum free with your order. You can check it out today. GenuCell has delighted happy customers for years by treating tens of millions of everyday skin problems like wrinkles, dark spots, dry skin, sagging jawlines, facial redness, and even those annoying bags and puffiness for men and women just like you. And with its immediate effects, GenuCell guarantees results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. Get on board. 
Order at GenuCell.com slash Beck. Your most popular package includes a complimentary gift set plus free express shipping at GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Oh man, I don't know. I, I don't know what we're going to do. I, I, I'm bummed out by this. I think this could change everything. Liz Cheney has endorsed Pelosi for another term as House Speaker. Wow, that's yeah. crucially important. She is mm. so, and she's on the cutting edge. Everybody, when she speaks, nobody, I mean, people listen. So it's, it's ridiculous. Like you, if you wanted to be Liz Cheney and have an impact on this, right, you could do this in a different way. Like you could say, I don't support Donald Trump and I don't support X, Y, and Z candidate, but let me tell you how hard I'm pushing for this Republican candidate that I really love. Right. So here's That's the thing. Not really Liz Cheney as she is old style uh, Republican. I don't even she, think that's true right now. Oh, I old, hear me out. Hear yeah. me out. This is, she is a, um, an example of how much the rhinos hate the new Republican that wants accountability and wants to change America from this progressive course. They hate them. And I think she's just got so wrapped up in it. She's become little, a little mentally ill with Trump derangement syndrome to where she'll, she'll back everyone on the left to stop these new Republicans from coming in. Yeah, I think that's that's Possible. largely true. I mean, uh, she she does not seem again. You're 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 endorsing candidates I that know. would stand up against everything Liz Cheney said she believed in up until 2021. Yeah, I mean, really, even yeah. then, I mean, she remember this is a person who voted for Donald Trump. This is, this is this person that is out there saying that now Tim Ryan should win over J.D. Vance. That we should have that we should have Democrats continue control of the Senate. I believe the Bushes would do the same thing. I believe the Bushes would. But the Bushes didn't vote for Donald Trump, for example. I know. They but I believe quite famously didn't. I, I believe that they would support Nancy Pelosi over some of you know, you know these new it's, Republicans. It's cr- it's really crazy. really insane. I mean, again, so, you can, you don't have to abandon everything you've ever believed. I, I do think that a lot of these people get in the spotlight, they start getting... Fun. I mean, this is the Evan McMullen story as well, as well, right? This is a guy who said he was a Republican for a long time. McMuffin? And, yeah, McMuffin. Yes, I'm sorry, yeah. McMuffin. Um, and, you know, you get into this realm where everybody who is responsible for your future is a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Everybody giving you money is a Democrat. Everybody telling you how wonderful you are is a Democrat. And you, over time, marinate in that long enough you anything you believed in the past just evaporates and that's what's happened with him i mean i don't know if he ever had really hardcore beliefs but what he did have was at least the ability to talk about good things that sounded republican and conservative he's totally lost that i mean he is really at that point where he's just trying to uh give the democrats power and look (laughs) you can say you're strong all you want and maybe you are but when you get millions and millions and millions of dollars from people who are telling you to vote this way, a lot of people will just start voting that way. Yeah. And we've seen uh, McMullen. Well, no, I can have trust this a, I can trust a, a, a former CIA spy. Right. You know what I mean? They're not good at lying and doing deceitful things. <laughs> anyway, um, help me out with this. Half of Pennsylvanians say the Senate debate 
was a factor in their vote. Mm -hmm. And yet I haven't seen the polls really move. In fact, if anything, they seem to be going towards Fetterman. Also, Democrats are switching their voter registration to GOP in Pennsylvania like crazy. Like crazy. Yeah. What is happening? So there's there's a bunch of new polls out in this Fetterman race. Now, all post-debate. We had a bunch of polls that came out. They were half before the debate, half after it. It was hard to to really suss anything out. What we have seen, and I will say, Glenn, the movement is clear. The movement is clear towards us in all of these polls. Uh, It's just that many of them are still showing Fetterman leading. Like he had a bigger lead before, but now he has a smaller lead. So three polls that are out today. Fox News has one that has Fetterman down or up by four. Now, is that registered voters or likely voters so they have a they do have a likely voter screen they have a it's a three-point lead under registered voters four-point lead for some reason under likely voters that's insane now the one thing that's a little bit less insane about it is the way they did this likely voter screen to not get too deep into this but basically they asked if you were certain to vote or have already voted now we all know democrats are much more likely to use early voting so counting they count someone as sure to vote if they say Mm -hmm. they've already voted so that could be what's weighing that down this poll Uh, there's another poll out from usa today that has fetterman up by two points okay so hang on how's doug mastriano doing i I don't i mean mastriano's in serious trouble he's down in there's usually about a nine point spread seven to nine points between mastriano and oz that that's Uh, not helpful no um and one of the reasons why a lot of people think fetterman might hold on to this is that Shapiro, who's running against Mastriano for governor, might pull him over the finish line. Enough people don't want to vote for Mastriano. That's going to hurt Oz. We'll see if that happens. That does. There is evidence of that happening sometimes. I don't know that it's going to happen here. The third poll, though, is out from Emerson, which is one of the better pollsters. And they do have Fetterman now behind by, I think it's one point. I don't have the... Mm. Yes, uh, Oz leading Fetterman. For, it's two, two points. 48 to 46 among likely voters. The, these, all, within the, all of these are within the margin of error, though, we should point there out. There are two states that are must-wins. you got to win Georgia. And, uh, I mean, if you want anything significant, you want to stop the, uh, the madness and stop any of the Supreme Court justices that will be coming down the pike in the next two years... Um, you've got to win Georgia and maybe uh, Pennsylvania. And Georgia is close as well. Oh, yeah. Crucially close. Again, getting to 51 is is a big hurdle. It it does a lot. However, you think Mitt Romney's going to be this bulwark against some moderate slash liberal Supreme Court nominee? Well, if he he has McMuffin by his side. Maybe, maybe that will give him the strength he needs. Right. Jeez. All right, more on this and what is the government doing to make sure that there's no shenanigans at polling places? Oh, wait. (laughs) Wait. We have an expert that has been watching this. He joins us next. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. Uh, If you're pretty much like everybody else, uh, you probably like to just always be able to get into your car and start it. And then turn it off when you're done with it and then start it again and go where you want and then turn it off. Right. I mean, it's so much to ask. You're so demanding. Your car probably has other plans because uh, that's not the way life works with a car, especially if you're out of a warranty. It's a conspiracy theory. I think sure it is. But it seems like everything kind of starts to wear out right after the warranty, doesn't it? 
And now when you have to replace either your car or any of the chips or anything that's from one of the other hundred countries around the world, uh, it's hard to do. CarShield offers protection plans now for about 100 bucks a month. And they, you, all you have to do is just choose the mechanic. You take the car there, choose the mechanic. They write the check. They take care of all of it. CarShield. They've had my back several times for when my trucks break down. Get coverage like I have. Go to carshield.com slash Beck or call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. It's carshield.com slash Beck. The best election coverage is on Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash midterms. Use the promo code REDWAVE to save 30 bucks. Just a few minutes, I hope to uh, be able to get a hold of the the, uh, government accountability legal director. This guy was a, a big guy. Um, at the FBI. Don't hold that against him. He's on the good team now. Um, He served in the FBI as a supervisory special agent leading a large section in the FBI's Directorate of Intelligence. Uh, He's also served in the uh, Army. He led more than 300 combat missions in Iraq. Um, Rescued hostages. I mean, the guy's really solid. And there was a story that came out, um, let's see, a couple of days ago, I think, uh, that is warning about the DOJ's memo that was released. They released a summary of their comprehensive Election Day plan for next Tuesday. They said they're just wanting to ensure that all qualified voters have the opportunity to cast their ballots and have their votes counted free of discrimination, intimidation, or fraud in the election process. Okay, sounds great. I'm all for it. Consistent with the longstanding Justice Department practices and procedures, the Civil Rights, Criminal, and National Security Divisions are going to spearhead the effort. The plan says the Civil Rights Division will conduct monitoring in the field and that Civil Rights Division attorneys will be prepared to receive complaints that day in real time. Also, it said prosecutors at the public integrity section will be on duty while polls are open to take election integrity complaints and the DOJ is prepared to hear complaints about intimidation at the polls and practices that have a discriminatory purpose or a discriminatory result. This is absolutely incredible. This is the DOJ propping up because the fear is is that they will um, they'll go into Republican areas and uh, really concentrate there and turn a blind eye in Democratic areas. We have him on the phone. We have Stuart Whitson. He is um, with the Foundation for uh, Government Accountability. He's their legal director, and he has been ringing the bell on this one. Tell me what this means, Stuart. Hey, good morning, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Yeah, so this DOJ press release is just part of a much bigger scheme that kind of centers on Biden's EO, EO14019, uh, which maybe we can talk about in a second. But but this press release, in a nutshell, it's basically just a thinly veiled threat to conservative states that have passed new election integrity laws, especially ones related to poll watchers. And it's basically saying 
look, if you try to enforce these laws, if you try to carry out, you know, the poll watching activities, which everyone knows the right has been working really hard to recruit and train folks to do, oh yeah, uh, that the DOJ Civil Rights Division is going to come after them. Um, so yeah, so it's now, in what way for what? It, the state is the one that makes the law. It's in the Constitution. So what are they coming after them with? Well, so what they're threatening, I guess you could say, is they're setting up hotlines and they're saying they're using phrases like, you know, intimidating voters um, or doing some sort of election practice that would lead to a discriminatory purpose or a discriminatory result. And basically what it is, is they're setting up these hotlines and they're inviting left wing, you know, their left wing followers uh, to call into these hotlines and file these kind of complaints. But then the DOJ Civil Rights Division, which is led, you know, obviously by political appointees of Biden, can then come in and launch investigations and try to exert pressure on these local election offices and try to discourage them from carrying out state election laws that have recently passed. And so it's basically just a way it's just one, again, one of many different things they're trying to do to try to tip the scales in favor of the left. This is and it's something we're working hard to stop. Uh, you know, I, I know you were high up at one point with the with the FBI, but the FBI and the DOJ have become Gestapo light. No comment on that. <laughs> Are you there? No, no, no. Okay. I, I mean, I think, no, so of course, so I would, so I'd say like in this, again, I'm obviously biased because I came from the FBI, Yeah. but it's like 99% of the organization are good, honest people who believe in the constitution. They've sworn to uphold and defend the constitution against all enemies, foreign domestic. And they truly believe that. But the problem is if you have weak leadership or corrupt leadership in either DOJ or FBI at the top, then that can color everything wrong. And then, and people can be allowed to do things that, you know, the rest of the organization um, would just abhor. But, and but, so you know, right it's, it's, it, it's kind of like really bad things happen when good men do nothing. Um, isn't it, exactly you know, you right. can't say you're just following orders. If you know that this is wrong, you need to come out and speak up against it. Don't, don't the, cause I agree with you. The agents that I have ever met uh, have always been kind and and professional and everything else. And I I want to believe that. But the silence, you know, when you only have 25 people who are and that's a lot, but you only have 25 people who are whistleblowers on what's going on in the FBI and the DOJ. That's concerning. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, the FBI. So, for instance, I the most all the work I did involved international terrorism Islamic right. terrorism right and so there's large groups of the fbi and doj that aren't that have no you know because everything's compartmented and you don't you stay in your uh Lame. departments um but i will say i think you point to a good point there's 25 whistleblowers who've come forward so people that are in a position to see things that they think are wrong are coming forward and i think once things go the way it looks like things are going to go with the midterm elections and you know, Republicans gain some control in the House, the ability to utilize the oversight powers oh, and really, you know, drive that home. That's going to be good for the American people. It's going to be, and frankly, it's going to be good for DOJ and FBI when that happens. I have to tell you, um, the, 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 the trap they're laying for the American people is just remarkable. 
It's very well thought out and planned. And if there isn't oversight, if we don't turn this thing around in this election and you don't get oversight from opposing parties, um, this becomes very, very dangerous for the American people. They're, they're talking about misinformation being felonies. That's yeah. not good. No, you're exactly right. This is, this is a plan, but I, I got to tell you, like the Biden administration doesn't deserve all the credit for coming up with this plan. Yeah, right. This plan was actually developed and dreamed up by a left-wing think tank known as Demos. And so Demos crafted a plan to issue an executive, use the power of a presidential executive order to try to exert the federal executive branch into some, into an area where it does not belong, which is the administration of elections, as you alluded to earlier, obviously. Article 1, Section 4, Clause 1, the Elections Clause, leads the time, places, and manner of elections to the states with limited oversight from Congress, but nowhere is the president of the United States allowed to insert himself. Correct. And that's exactly what the president is trying to do with EO 14019. And that's why FGA is working so hard to stop that effort. And so basically, I, you know, I know a lot of your listeners are going to be familiar with Zuckerbucks. Yeah. Like that's going to be something they're very familiar with. Well, this thing, we call this Biden bucks mm-hmm. because EO 14019 is, is Zuckerbucks on steroids. Right. Instead of Mark Zuckerberg, it's Joe Biden. And instead of $400 million, it is unlimited power and resources and reach of the federal executive branch led by Biden's political appointees. And so that's, that's the problem. Um, and so last year, we tried to get to the bottom of this. And we filed a number of FOIA requests to shed some light on the scheme right when we saw this EO come out. The EO came out in March of 2021. Yep. And I should just say the EO, for listeners, if they haven't seen it, it orders every federal agency. So this is by ordering every federal agency to develop a strategic plan to do two things, promote voter registration and promote voter participation. So voter participation, that's another way to say that is get out the vote, right? Yep. And so it gets even worse. The order also commands all federal agencies to solicit, so to actually reach out and try to solicit and support, quote, approved third-party groups to engage in, in registration efforts and mobilization efforts on federal agency property using federal resources. Good heavens. So get this, the order doesn't say, you know, who gets to decide which groups are approved. What's the criteria? All of that is a mystery because the Biden administration won't disclose it. And that's what our FOIAs are trying to get at. Um, obviously, if it's being, you know, so the effort, I should say, is being led by the domestic policy advisor, which many listeners will know is Susan Rice. Um, so that doesn't <laughs> give any extra comfort yeah. to it either. Yeah. Um, and, and so obviously, so that's the key that we're trying to get to. And so basically what happened last year, we filed FOIA requests to try to get these answers. And this is going to shock you, Glenn, but the Biden administration stonewalled us. Yeah. So just ignored the FOIA request that the FOIA law doesn't matter to them, right? So, so, um, so Stuart, can you, would you be willing to just hold for a couple of minutes and come back? Do you have time? I, I, I want to ask you, Absolutely. so what do you think is coming uh, beginning next week? And we'll get your answer here in just a couple of minutes. Let me tell you about Upside. These days, you've got to try to save money any way you can. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it means holding off on things you really want to buy or to do. It means some sort of sacrifice. Sometimes, like Upside, it's great. It's easy. You want something and it saves you money without having to do anything at all. That's upside. 
Upside is an amazing app that will save you money on gas and groceries and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use my promo code BECK. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more every gallon that you pay, pay for gas on your first tank. You get 25 cents or more. And when you say or more, you think, yeah, right, it's going to be or more. Stu? I got 35 cents. 35 cents. 35 cents off. Just uh, this week. All you have to do is just download the app and use it. When you go, you're buying something, you go to the app and you check in at the business. When you pay, you get paid. It's that easy. Just download the free Upside app at the App Store. Just go to the free Upside app, promo code BECK. You'll get the 25 cents or more for every gallon of gas on your first tank of gas. 25 cents or more. It's uh, using the promo code BECK. At the Upside app. The Glenn Beck Program. We're with uh, Stuart Whitson. He's with the uh, Foundation for Government Accountability Legal Directory. He's been ringing the bell now for a while, and they are on top of it uh, on what uh, the administration has done with a new executive order and what the FBI and DOJ will be doing uh, next Tuesday. Um, Stuart, last night, the president said, we need to be patient for the results. He's expecting many races, he said, won't be decided or called perhaps for weeks is this alluding to maybe the effects of the executive order? It definitely could. And so that, but that's the whole million dollar question is no one knows. So not even over 50 members of Congress have demanded to see copies of the strategic plans created by all these agencies to carry out this order. Secretaries of state from across the country, uh, more than 13 attorney generals, signed a letter demanding the rescission of the executive order. Everyone is kind of united around the fact that this order is improper. It is illegal, unconstitutional, and unethical on its face, but we can't get answers. And so that's why FGA has turned to the kind of the one source left, which is the courts, and using the power of the courts to compel DOJ and the Biden administration to comply. Um, I also think following what you know, knock on wood, right? Don't want to jinx anything, but the red wave that's going to come November 8th, I think you're going to see congressional oversight committees in a really strong position to gather evidence. And I think the other thing that's going to come is state AGs. So state attorneys general is following the midterm elections are going to be well positioned to file lawsuits to help stop this executive order. Because again, that's the big long play is going to be 2024. Yeah, I don't think they're organized enough to get all their ducks in a row in time for the midterms. I think you, there is, there are a ton of efforts that are already underway. You've seen probably reporting on that with HUD and a ton of other agencies engaging in unprecedented efforts. Um, But again, there's more at this point, we know less uh, than we should. So we're working hard to find out. Isn't it interesting to you? I mean, it seems completely unreasonable to say the questioning of our elections is somehow or another disinformation, misinformation, or, you know, a felony when executive orders like this are not fully explained, when when the administration is changing things that have always been in place. 
isn't it unreasonable to expect that people won't have questions? Yeah, of course it is. And that's, and we, one, you know, one of the things we always say with election integrity, so obviously we're trying to make it easy to vote, but hard to cheat. But the key with election integrity isn't just stopping fraud. It's also inspiring voter confidence. Correct. And that is, really is the difference between the left and the right. The right genuinely believes that. Like they just, they want everyone, right and left, to wake up the morning after an election and just have confidence that whether your candidate won or lost, yep. you at least know it was fair. Right. And if your candidate lost, hey, you got to roll up your sleeves and get to work. Yep. That's the kind of world the right wants. The left doesn't want that. The left doesn't care. And so that so that's that's kind of the big difference. And so, of course, that's what they do. They vilify it. That's why they're, again, going back to that press release. They're going after poll watchers. Like These are good people, good folks who are literally devoted hours and hours of their time to take training, to get qualified in their state to serve as a poll watcher. And all they want to do is just go there to help do their civic duty, to help promote free and fair elections. And what are they doing? They're literally trying to intimidate them. And so, it, so it's unacceptable. Uh, we're going to do FGA and do everything we can to stop this. And as a matter of fact, we actually filed a motion this morning uh, in federal court to compel DOJ once and for all to disclose the documents that it's withheld. So it's strategic plan. Um, so that order is now in the hands of a judge. And so because we're a Florida-based company, our 501c3, we're based in Florida, we actually have the ability to get, you know, fair judges that are impartial and will apply the law. And so we have a Trump-appointed Florida-based judge who we believe is going to fairly apply the law. Um, and so we're, we're optimistic. Good. But either way, we're going to continue our fight. We're going to share everything we got with attorneys general and Congress and try to help stop this. Good. Thank you for everything that you guys are doing. Uh, I really appreciate it. We'll follow up with you after the election. The Foundation for Government Accountability. Find out more. Follow this. Stuart Whitson, the legal director. Thank you so much, Stuart. The Glenn Beck Program.